this is Jin Lin. Welcome to the um, Speed Racer edition of um, the podcast. I just got all the way to my mom's house with the baby and have no formula for her. I cannot believe that I did that. So, I am now on my way home to get some... um, I'm really debating. There's like a store on my way, but I would have to go so far in the store to get it. Like at my house, it's just going to be in and out and to work, but I don't know. I'm just like, and then it's going to be crazy. Like the traffic, um, at that point is probably going to be so bad where I can't even get Like, I'll probably be sitting there, like, five seconds from work and not be able to actually get in. Um, so, I'm like, it's really aggravating. But, anyway, um, so, um, I cannot even see. I hate this one little spot right here. It's like, no, if they're going, then, shoot, that was my tire spinning. Um, anyway, like if I can really, I don't know, there's really no way for me to be on time at this point. It would almost be better to just be late. Um, I think it'd be easier for me to get in and out if I was late. Um, yeah, it's kind of stupid. Um, anyway, we have a weird, like where we work is weird. So the traffic situation anyway, um, but anyway, so, um, okay, um, last night after I talked to you guys and everything, I mean, I did, it was nice getting my living room straightened up and everything else, and, um, my husband got home from work, um, I guess he just had a whole bunch of stuff that he had to do today because, um, or this morning when he got up really early, um, because of the whole, um, like he decided he didn't want to do anything yesterday. We're getting ready to go to sleep and he's like, I don't have anything ready for tomorrow. And I was like, seriously? Um, so anyway, but, um, I got up this morning and the whole entire kitchen is trashed. And I just, there's so much stuff like, so you can actually go into our master bathroom and if you go to the bathroom in there and flush the toilet, you know, the baby might hear it, but it's going to be white noise. It's not going to be like, you know, the baby's freaking out, like waking up at the sound of a toilet. Um, but anyway, so the baby, um, might or might not hear that, but definitely the baby would not hear the toilet in the guest bathroom. And every morning I go into the guest bathroom and every morning there's pee in the toilet with no toilet paper. So that can only be one person that I live with. And it just drives me crazy. I don't get it. And that bathroom also does not have a vent, but apparently you can pass inspection Um, if your bathroom does not have a vent, you can still pass inspection as long as you have, um, 
a window. So we do have a window in there. So this morning I go in there and it's like really foggy today. So there's a lot of fog, which means a lot of moisture, um, all that kind of stuff. And I go in there and the friggin' bathroom window is cracked. So we live, um, we have a lot of like, I love around my house. Like I love the way everything looks. Um, we have like a bunch of protected trees that you can't cut down, which is awesome because they're beautiful. And our house is kind of like the understory in a rainforest. I feel like it's just like when you look up sometimes it's so beautiful. And there's like certain times of the year, which this is not really one of them right now, but there's certain times of the year when you are just like, Oh my gosh, I cannot even believe I live here. This looks like something like when you're walking through certain parts of a Disney park or something is what it looks like over my house. Now, that is not to say that it's always wonderful and beautiful and sunshine because it comes with a lot of um, work, like leaves all the time. Like we have to get on the roof to get the leaves off and branches that fall from some of the trees. Like, like I guess, I don't know, every once in a while they'll like rot off or something. I don't know. But like, or maybe from a storm. I don't know. But it's not like big branches. It's nothing that damages the house. But it's just like little branches. I don't know. Um, so anyway, yeah. Um, and, um, the other part of that that sucks is all of the bugs. I mean, a shite ton of bugs. Um, so anyway, (laughs) it's crazy. Like, it's really crazy that there's that much, um, stuff. But when you leave the windows open, the bugs come in the house and yeah. And there's even, I don't know. I don't know if mosquitoes are out this time of year or not. Like, I don't know how that works, but, um, and it's kind of, it's not funny, but it is funny. Um, I have typo blood and if you don't know, typo blood, um, attracts more mosquito bites than any other blood type. Um, so I get bit a lot. And the other thing about that is that, um, there's a certain kind, like I never knew there were different species of mosquito or I don't know if it's called species, but anyway, um, so I don't know if it's actually, I mean, I didn't know that it was a thing, but I always knew that there's like, I just call them baby mosquitoes. I didn't even know what else to call them. Um, because there's like the bigger ones and then there's the little tiny ones and they are different species. I didn't know that. Or I don't know if it's called species, like I said, but it is different, like versions, <laughs> I could say brands, but not really. Um, but I am allergic to the little tiny ones. And when they bite me, um, not only do I get like the itchy mosquito bite, but I will get huge welt. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty bad. I was just telling my mother-in-law the other day that cause she was talking about getting, she got bit on her cheek and she's trying not to scratch it, you know, cause it makes your face look crazy. Um, and I told her like we were going to Mexico a few years ago and so I had to get a passport. I mean, I guess I didn't have to get a passport, but I wanted a passport. Um, so, um, the day before I was going to take my passport photo, I got bit on the head by a mosquito and I took a bunch of Benadryl and stuff like that. Like it was, it wasn't like when I say it was the size of a baseball, it was like the diameter of a baseball. It didn't stick out as far as baseball, but it really was sticking out pretty far. 
and it had gone down a lot by the next day, but I had like this huge thing on my head. And if you ever look very closely at my passport photo, like probably nobody else would really tell, but I can see it. Um, so that was kind of stupid, but anyway, it happened. So (sighs) anyway, um, in other news, so, um, I am just having this crazy medical drama going on. Um, it's so crazy. Um, without getting like into my medical history or or anything like that. Um, well actually I don't even care if you guys know because I've told you before that I have ADD. Um, I really do take medication for it. Um, but anyway, I was diagnosed by what's considered a, um, I think it was like family practice doctor, but I don't know like what, um, I want to say, I want to say her specialty was like internal medicine or something, but I could be wrong with that. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so she, like I took a test and everything that you take to, you know, I filled out the thing and I had read this book, which really was, um, first of all, I found out that a very close family member had it. And I was like, okay, genetically, if this is a genetic thing and having a cut, having kids myself that had it, I was like, okay, I, this is me. And I read this book and I think the book was called, you mean I'm not lazy, crazy or stupid or something like that. It's a great, 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 great book. And I just saw myself over and over in the pages. Like I may have talked about this before. Um, okay guys, sorry. I got interrupted by a phone call and I just got in my house and grabbed the formula so now I'm headed out and try to get all the lights come on now okay um so oh it's starting to rain should have grabbed a jacket too something else I forgot um anyway so, um, let me get my car started. <laughs> um, so anyway, my medical drama. Um, so I don't know exactly where I was at when I got a phone call and interrupted everything. But anyway, so I went to, um, I was diagnosed by my family doctor, basically. Like, I don't know how long I saw her. It was, um, definitely over 10 years, um, really, really, really liked her a lot. Um, she was a great doctor and I might tell, well, I don't know how much of the story I should tell, but anyway, um, I might tell that story at the end about like why she retired and everything. But anyway, basically she retired. She retired while I was pregnant. So I was very anxious about that happening because the thing is as an adult with ADD, like I've had to deal with so much BS Um, the insurance company not wanting to pay for my medication, um, or, you know, having to get prior authorization and stuff like that. They just make it really difficult. And the thing is, like, I probably would not still, like, I probably would have gotten, I wouldn't say got fired, because, like, I do, it's pretty obvious I do try really hard, and I do, you know, I follow rules, and I try to do my job the best I can, but I feel like I probably would have gotten in a lot of trouble, 
um, if I had not, because see what happened was I actually was on the medication and then, you know, just like the whole stigma that goes with it, like, you know, Oh, you're, you don't really need that. You're going to be addicted to it. And that was kind of a thing I was concerned about was getting addicted to it. So I took some time of not taking it. And when I did that, I actually got in trouble at work. Um, and I decided to, um, and it was for, it wasn't for not doing my job. I was doing the most important parts of my job, but that was about what I could manage. And, um, I gone from throughout my, um, you know, different, cause I've told you guys before, like I had different positions and stuff with the company and I've had assistants on and off. Like sometimes I'll have an assistant. Sometimes I don't. Well, all the times I like up till this point when I got in trouble, I had always had an assistant and then I didn't have an assistant and my assistant that I had prior to this with me getting off the medication, being in trouble. Oh my gosh. I would be like, I'm going to go do blah, blah, blah. She's like, you have a meeting in 15 minutes. And I'd be like, Oh, like she kept up with my schedule and all that kind of stuff. Um, she wasn't a secretary, but she was, and also she was so awesome because she would do, um, she would do like, uh, interference, she would run interference for me. Like when somebody would come in to talk to me, she'd be like, what do you want? What do you need? And then she would be like, if it wasn't important, she would tell them to email me or leave me alone. And I would get back to them later. Or she would, you know, tell them that I came, they came by or whatever. So, um, she was so awesome when I lost her. I don't even know what I was thinking, like not being on my medication at that point, but I found out the hard way, you know, not good. So, um, also after I started doing that was back on the medication, um, is whenever I got my master's degree, I don't think that I would have had the focus I needed to do that. Um, and especially like one part of my master's degree included, um, doing, uh, research on human subjects, which is, we didn't actually do like tests or anything like that. You have to be, you have to have certain certifications to do research on people. And even if it's just like asking people questions, like even if it's just watching people, you have to be certified to do that. And, um, like, I don't think that would have panned out if I had not, you know, hadn't had the focus and stuff of being on medication. Now I made it with my bachelor's degree. I had, I was not on medication. Um, but I will also say in that situation, my bachelor's degree was very much like school and I was not medicated when I was in high school, elementary school, but in school, things are handed to you one thing at a time. When I got my first job and I had all these different things I had to do at once, I was like a deer in headlights. I didn't know what to do first. And I felt like, okay, I have to sit here and do this. But then I had other responsibilities. It was very hard for me to figure out when was it okay for me to leave this part and go do that part, which are all part of the job? It was really difficult. And I ended up being diagnosed with depression and being put on, um, uh, what do you call it? Well, I don't know what it's called, but Paxil, it's like a, I guess, antidepressant. It was not what I needed. It was not what I had. I was misdiagnosed. Um, but I was having panic attacks and, um, I actually had panic attacks getting on Paxil and had these crazy brain shock things. I don't even know how to describe it because I've never, but I know somebody else who also got off Paxil had the same thing. I had to use, they had to give me Xanax to get me on Paxil. That should have been a warning sign right there. Um, but anyway, I did not have depression. I was misdiagnosed with that. It was ADD and you will never convince me of anything else. But 
since my diagnosis was done by a family doctor, not, I don't know, whatever qualifications you are supposed to have for that, she apparently does not have, did not have them. But as a medical doctor, she could prescribe, you know, the rules are different for doctor. So now I see, um, a nurse practitioner and I really like her. She's very, um, she's just very good and I like her and I want to stay with her. But basically what she told me is she's like, I can keep prescribing you this medication for three months, but we've got to get your diagnosis confirmed by somebody who's authorized to do that. She said, I don't want to lose my license. You know, I, I can do this. This is okay for me to do to prescribe it to you for an additional three months until we can get your diagnosis confirmed. So first thing we did is I actually went to a psychologist after I found out, cause I was just like, maybe they can help me, you know, figure some stuff out that I can do so that I don't have to be on medication. And so I went there and took all the tests and stuff, but I never went back because the guy seriously gave me the creeps, like, really bad. And um, and I don't really know why, but it just did. And so I never went back there. And then after reading some more books, like I told you guys about the one book, um, I realized that I had really made a lot of, um, like, I had figured out a whole bunch of, um, Oh, what do you call it? Like whenever you do something that makes up for like something you lack. Um, I can't think of the word right now, but, um, basically like modifications to my life or like accommodations, you know, like, I don't know how to say it, but anyway. Um, but I figured out a lot of stuff that worked for me, like color coding certain things. My outlook calendar is like my lifesaver. Um, once I lost my assistant, um, and just little things like that. I mean, there's a whole bunch more things, but those are like some of the main ones. Um, so anyway, um, the other family member that I have goes to the same, um, clinic. Cause basically like our doctor that retired, she, I don't know what she did. Cause like they have the same phone number that she had and they had, a, they got all of our medical records, but they're actually like part of a hospital. It's like a hospital clinic. And, um, you can do just like walk-ins, which at this other place, you couldn't do that. Um, so I don't know, some of it kind of confuses me, but anyway, um, so she, um, hang on, I got to get around this vehicle really quickly because it's like, okay. Um, anyway, I guess none of that really matters, but this other person, they had a referral sent out um, to go to this other place. And this is so weird because this place is, it's like a, um, I guess you'd say psychology. I don't know. There's like nurse practitioners that work there that are like under, I guess, nurse practitioners specialize kind of like doctors maybe. And this place has nurse practitioners that are, um, I guess qualified to diagnose, uh, mental issues and whatever. So when she went, when she got referred there by the same person, um, I was this, she was going through this while I was pregnant. So I wasn't taking anything while I was pregnant, but, um, and that was, oh my gosh, I was so ineffective. I felt like, oh, I'm speeding and there's cops. Um, I'm not speeding that much though. Anyway, so, um, back to my story. (laughs) Sorry. It's hard to drive and focus. Um, 
so she went to this place and they will, she cannot get them to send her medical records back to the clinic where she wants to go. Cause it's very close to where she lives. Um, it's not very close to where I live, but it's close to where I work. So, um, anyway, she couldn't get them to send the stuff back. So I got referred to the same place. Well, after so many weeks I called them and I was like, Hey, I'm supposed to have this referral to y'all. And, uh, you know, like they're like, Oh, we didn't get it. It was really weird because they could, the last time I went to my place that I go to, they could see it and they said, yes, it was sent to this person. I was like, okay, yeah, I haven't heard back from them or whatever. So, um, actually I did that over the phone with them whenever I found out that my records from that first person I went to were not going to be able to transfer. So that took up a month and figuring that out. So then the second month, you know, she gave me medication again, second month, then they referred me to this place. Well, I called this place um, a couple weeks ago and I was like, well, I just said, they said they didn't have the referral. So they start, she's like, well, I could do your intake over the phone and she's talking to me and she's like, um, so you're wanting to become a new patient. I said, no, not really. I just need my diagnosis confirmed because I want to keep going where I'm going. And she said, well, we don't do that. So now everything made sense of why that other person cannot get their record sent. And I told, um, I called the clinic and said, they just told me over the phone that they will not do what y'all are, you know, referring me for them to do. They said they won't do it. They will not send the records back to another place. I guess they're losing business. And, um, the other person that was referred there told me that it seemed like when they first started, like when she first started going there, it seemed like they had, um, just opened. So, so anyway, I got referred to another place, their second choice. And, um, they said, you know, call them if you don't hear back in such and such time. So I called them yesterday and, um, a lady called me back and she was like, um, she said, um, well, I don't see you in this short list um, of referrals that I have here. So you're probably on a provider's desk right now. And we were about a month behind, but now we're kind of caught up. So, um, if you don't hear anything back in a week, then call back. So like I have got to, got to, got to make a hundred percent sure that I get that call in and do that because if not, um, this is like my last, I just got them to redo the prescription yesterday, which the pharmacy was out. So I actually, I forget from time to time to take my medicine, which is just part of ADD. Um, so I had like, I have enough for today and I have one for tomorrow. Um, so hopefully the pharmacy gets the stuff in cause they were out of it at the pharmacy, which is crazy. Um, but anyway, so that's been my like insane struggle with it. And, um, but I swear it is really hard to deal with sometimes the fact, you know, like, and the crazy thing is like, I know that my, well, actually my oldest daughter has been, did go through and get diagnosed um, cause she started having trouble when she was in, you know, with school and having working jobs at the same time. Um, so she has gone through and gotten diagnosed and everything. And I always knew that she had it. Um, but because of the way I did in school, I knew that she didn't really need to be on medication in school. And I feel like my second oldest daughter as well has, she doesn't have, if she does like not as much, but, um, anyway, so 
Um, that is, um, basically what's been going on, trying to get it dealt with. There's something else I was going to talk about. Um, oh, it's just like, you know, there's, so I knew a person that had another, like, disease that a lot of people are like, oh, that's just, you know, whatever. And they were trying to say the same thing about ADD, like, oh, it's not really a big deal. Like, you know, that's not, it's over, whatever. So, like, with my kids, I never got them diagnosed or prescribed anything just because I felt like they really didn't, they could do without it. But my youngest, whatever version of stuff she has is very different from um, all of us, the rest of us. And um, she has needed medication to be able to stay focused on her schoolwork and things like that. So, um, it's every, it's a case by case basis, honestly, um, as to whether you need it in school or not. So I am back. I am going to get this stuff in here and try to get myself to work. This is crazy.